So, do all black moms think alike? No. 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 Well, what's been your experience like with your, with your friends' moms? Well, all black moms act the same in front of your friends, your kids' friends. So, they're all nice to me, but... Like, how is your experience different parenting-wise with versus, like, your friends parenting? Like, are we more strict? Are we more laid back? Are we more whatever? You're more strict on certain things, but more laid back on certain things. So, like, they're more strict on them doing chores, but they're more laid back on them going out places. Mm-hmm. So, it's the exact opposite here. how do you feel about that do you think i should be would you rather have it the other way like really yes how yes you could you if you if if i if you made me do the dishes so that i could go somewhere i would do them i would do them like there has to be some reward or something to look forward i mean it's a little different when you're older but like I've never had the freedom to just go somewhere with my friends. You had to know where I was going, when I was going to be. I don't know this information. We're just going out. So if I had that, I would probably be more motivated to do it if that meant it would be more likely that I go somewhere without being asked 10 million questions or not being allowed to go at the end of the day. So welcome everybody. This is Random Tea with Keisha and Bree. This is your host Keisha and I'm here with my daughter Bree. So so I'm doing it backwards? I don't know. I guess this is how it's supposed to go. Hey, we both just figuring it out. Yeah. Well, but we are just figuring it out because you're the oldest. So I'm just figuring this out because I never had but that's not a teenager fair, before. I never had an 18 year old but before. But that's not fair to the oldest. Well, it's not. But what do you want me to do? I mean, that's you're not gonna know how to do anything if you don't let me do anything. No, but what I'm saying is the oldest is the experimental child. But that's not quote fair. Unquote. I'm not saying it's fair, but that don't mean that you just accept what it is. What it is. Just because I'm the oldest, I'm automatically the guinea pig and I have to go through everything first. That's already a burden I have to deal with. I have to go through everything first. I can't go to nobody for no advice or to ask for anything. I can't fit none of their clothes. They can't fit none of my clothes. It's just, I'm But isn't it an honor to be the first to do everything? Not all the time. Sometimes it is and sometimes it's not. Because sometimes... (laughs) Sometimes you want somebody to tell you what their experience was, but even though I don't know that I don't know, maybe that's made me into the person I am. I am not the type to ask people for advice. I am not the type to be like, I'm gonna go do something based on what somebody else says about it. I always want to figure out, like I always I trust my judgment more than other people, and I think that's because I never had I never went to anybody about like an older sibling or even an older uncle or aunt about 
what to do about this, this, and this. I love that you said that because I feel the exact same way. I feel like people ask me for advice a lot. And but I always feel like like you said, I trust my own judgment over other people's like you don't even really know really the whole like situation or whatever, yeah. but even still I feel like I'm a better judge at stuff I than other people are and maybe it's from one oldest to another cuz I'm the oldest. So I feel your pain to some extent. I know where you're coming from. And that's how I feel too. Like I don't I don't ask people for advice. Like if people give me advice is because they felt the need to tell me how they feel about whatever situation or whatever. Yeah. But it's like I don't I'm not going to say I don't ever ask for advice, but I mean majority of the time I just do what I feel is correct. Yeah, I very rarely ask I've become more open with asking people for advice or like I don't necessarily ask them for advice. I just rant about my problems right. and then they eventually say Me something. too. Yeah, I never go to them seeking an answer. Exactly. Yeah, I just be like I don't ever be like what do you think I should do about this or you know, this happened. What what should I do? You know, I just yeah, like you said, I just like they'll ask me about my day and then I'll tell them, Oh, it was bad and then they'll be like, Why? And then I explain it and then they right. try to tell me what to do about it. <laughs> and I'll be like, I didn't ask you. And I don't I don't ever say that. I no, I don't ever say that either. And I'm not thinking that in the back of my mind. It depends on what the situation is, but because there are some people who just feel like their advice is just oh my God. superior. I don't like those people. Yeah. So that's when I'm like, I didn't ask you. Right. But other times my friends would just suggest stuff and i'm like okay i take it or leave it i take everything people say with a grain of salt because i've been seeing the mistakes that they make and i'd be like okay well with your mentality i don't know if that's gonna help my situation with your track record yeah with your record (laughs) with your history but i think most of my friends do give pretty good advice because they do have like good intentions like every time they give me advice it's never like well this is what i would do Mm -hmm. they advise me with my with like good intention so that's why i don't always like what they say because i don't always do what is right for me so that's usually why i don't take advice because i'm like that doesn't sound like something i should be doing Mm -hmm. especially because of recent events Mm. it's hard to take advice well okay so I would say I trust my judgment, but I also don't trust my judgment. I don't trust... I trust my judgment, but I don't trust my decisions that I make after it. Because I can think one way about a situation, but then don't do... I don't act the right way. Mm -hmm. I'll think I know what's the right thing to do, and I know what's like... What that kind of person is, and what... You know, I can just judge the situation really good, but I don't always do the right thing. Sometimes I don't like telling people my issues or problems or obstacles or whatever because I feel like they always want to follow up. And yeah. I didn't do nothing about it. It, it. it is what it is at this point. You know, yeah. like you could tell somebody about something, you know, just venting or whatever. 
And then you get off your chest and they may give you suggestions or whatever. You know, that's cool or whatever. But then, like, the next time you talk to them, you know, maybe a week later or something like that, then they'll be like, oh, so how's such and such going? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it's going the same way it was going when I talked to you last time because I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't know. It just doesn't always change overnight. And I didn't necessarily take your advice and I didn't necessarily do X, Y, and Z right away to solve the problem. I mean, it's, I'm, I'm pondering over it. I'm working on stuff. You know, it it doesn't just solve itself itself overnight. And I feel like a lot of times people like kind of expect that when they be like, Oh, so how did that go? Or, you know, what'd you do about that? And it's like, well, I didn't do nothing about it yet. I hate when that, and I hate when people, like, recommend something to you or they tell you about something, and then, like, for example, like, a show, and then I'll be like, okay, I'll check it out, and then, like, the next day, they'll ask me if I checked it out yet. Yeah, I'm like, no, I didn't. Not Stop. the next day. Literally the next day, they'll be like, did you watch it yet? Did you watch it yet? Did you watch it yet? Did you check this out? Did you check this out? No. There's a million things that I check out and I look at. Relax. And then sometimes I just forget about it because it's just something else for me to look at. Right. That's in the back of my brain. So don't get offended when I don't watch the show you recommended to me yesterday. I didn't get to it yet. Not shade at you because you have recommended me some shows recently and I just, I haven't gotten to them. It's hard for me to like start and stop. It's hard for me to finish like series now. Like, when people recommend stuff to me, I'd be like, yeah, I watched the first episode, but I never finished it. I never finished any show. Very rarely do I finish a show. But maybe that's just because you weren't really that into it. Yeah, but the show was... It'd be good, but if I'm binging a show, that means the show is really good. Mm-hmm. If I'm just watching a show, I'm just watching it just to watch it. Right. And that's that. Or I'm re-watching something that I binged that was really good. So, you never, I think I asked you about this movie before, and I think you said you hadn't seen it, but I think I wanted you to see it, because I thought it was a good movie, and I think it has an actual message to it. The name of the movie is He's Just Not That Into You. Have you seen it? I started it? it, but then I never finished it. I think it's a good movie. One of the big messages that I think comes out of the movie is... How you talk to your girlfriends and stuff like that. Like, all the women around you, when you be like, oh, he didn't call me back. Or, you know, just something about a guy. And women are always so quick to be like, just like the whole classic thing with like, this boy is teasing me in first grade. Yeah. And the first response that all women say is oh he just like you you know i hate that but it's not always the case like but we always like make excuses for i don't know if it's excuses but i don't know we always come up with some thing to say to another woman about why he didn't call you right but is it just in our nature just to say things just to make other women feel better about their romantic situation i think so because that's something that we're we've been told since we were little so it's groomed in every woman to do that to other women and to do that to ourselves so what do guys say to each other when 
first of all, I don't think guys even would go to their friend and be like, she didn't call me back. Yeah, <laughs> but what would, if that happened, what would a guy say to another guy about that? He, he'd be like, he would be honest and be like, she messing with another dude or yeah i don't i've always thought about that growing up because i feel like it's really easy to tell if a guy likes you because if a guy likes you he makes it known like Mm -hmm. there's no other really question i mean obviously you have like shy guys and just people in general who don't who are not like making it obvious but i feel like girls it's hard to tell if a guy likes them or not because we we play hard to get a lot more often Mm -hmm. and we i don't know i just i don't know because there isn't like unless she is literally all over you there is not really like one specific thing a girl does to know if she likes you or not because girls would tell girls oh just talk to him Mm -hmm. and that's like shooting our shot Mm -hmm. to us that's shooting our shots looking at you and shooting our shots so Speaking of shooting your shot, I got into a whole Facebook debate. Oh God! A couple months ago, Another you know one. me and Facebook, but <laughs> I wasn't even planning on bringing this up. But since you said shoot your shot, then that triggered something because somebody posted something about something that was going around on the internet where this lady said she shot her shot, but then everybody else was like, "Girl, that's not shooting your shot." Basically, I don't know if she was like at a basketball game or she was somewhere at some kind of event or something. And she sparked conversation with this guy and she said something like, oh, I like your haircut or something. She like complimented him on and he was just like, "Okay, thanks. And so (laughs) she went to Facebook and was like, I shot my shot and he shot me down. And everybody was like, girl, you didn't shoot your shot. But to me, I was like, she did shoot her shot because she initiated. But everybody else was like, shooting your shot is like, oh, you got a nice beard. Can I touch it? And I was like, that's shooting your shot nowadays? Is that what women are doing? Because that is way too much. I would never ask a total stranger, oh, I like your beard. Can I touch it? Like, that's way too aggressive that's, for me. That's just weird in general. Asking to touch a stranger in general is weird. Well, but that's what they said was shooting your shot. Not, oh. I mean, that would be shooting your shot. Yeah, that's way shooting. That's that's a dunk. That's a, yeah. <laughs> basically. That's Shaq. That's Shaq in the fool right there. That's Shaq shattering the glass. Yeah. <laughs> that's Shaq bringing the thing down. Yes. That's game, a lot. That's game over, basically. <laughs> I mean... But then, I mean, I was like, is that what single women are doing nowadays? They going that far? Because I would... I I don't know. I guess it's a blessing that I'm not single. And I'm not in the dating game because I would be a lame. It's different between every generation, I feel like. Because, like, the 50s, shooting your shot would be taking her out on a date. Right, right. but what I'm saying is I've been out the loop for so long. I would never consider, I mean, like, you know, just flirting or whatever. You know, maybe I would say something like that. Maybe if I had one too many drinks or something like that. But just on a regular, I would not just be that forward. And it's not that I'm, like, a prude or anything like that. But shooting your shot to me is initiating is starting conversation is complimenting is you know 
you know, saying something to engage or was whatever. Was the girl older? Like, was she your age? Yeah, she was like my age. So it she makes was, sense why she said that. Right, but everybody else commenting was my age. They was like, she did not shoot her shot. It's there. not like I was in a group with 20-year-olds. They said that wasn't it. I don't know anything about shooting my shot. I I don't know anything about that. I don't know what's considered it at this point. I think that's relative to the person. I think it's different if you're a boy or a girl because, like I just said, like shooting my shot is looking at you for too long. It's, it's, it's stuff like that because I feel like it's different for girls because girls usually don't initiate. Exactly. They expect the guy to say something first. Not so much nowadays. Like, girls... I feel. I mean, I don't know what it was like back in the day, but I know like it was taboo for a girl right. to like tell a guy that she likes him and right. you know stuff like that. And then you had to go through your friends and all that kind of stuff too. People still do that, but <laughs> I don't know. I think it just depends on the person, and it depends on if you're a boy or a girl at this point, because there's different standards and there's different expectations for each gender. Like girls are not expected. To go up to a guy and be like... Well, they are now. I mean, girls are proposing now. Yeah, I know. Which I think... I'm just not with that. I think it's awkward. I'm just like, why? Can you see yourself proposing to a guy? No. (laughs) No. I don't know what these... I feel like if he wanted to marry you, he would ask you. But then on the other side, people feel like, well, if she want to marry him... What's stopping her from asking him? But, I mean, it's just... It's certain rules, people. It's certain rules. Like, I believe in tradition. I believe in boundaries. I believe in gender roles. Sue me. I believe in gender roles. I believe that the guy should take out the garbage and he should kill the bug. I'm sorry. I do. I kill the bug. But, like, nowadays, it's like you are a Martian if you think that stuff like that exists. I think people take that approach too aggressively. I don't think there's anything wrong with people thinking that there should be gender roles. And I don't think there's anything wrong with people feeling like no. Do you believe in gender roles? I believe in some. I don't believe in all You don't of them. believe in any that apply to you. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I like some You don't of them. believe in the woman cooking the dinner and washing nope. the dishes. Nope. I'm going to work. Sir. <laughs> you can take care of the house. If but you see, want. the thing is, gender roles started from women not working. So I think the the lines are blurred with the gender roles now because women are working full time just as much as men are. So they're yeah. like, well, why should I cook dinner and clean up and do all this? And I work just as much as you do. Right. But back in the day, the man worked work. and she stayed yeah. home and did all of that stuff. But now you want me to do both. So now people was like, nah. That's why I'm hiring a private chef and a maid and calling it a day. I'll work for you. That's fine with me. It's <laughs> perfectly fine for me. I have considered like well, obviously, when I move out or whatever. When? It's not a matter of if. It's a matter of when. Girl. I know. Like, if I get rich, I'm going to hire a maid and a private chef because it's just not for me. Like, I don't like. I don't think that. I don't know. I don't. I just feel like it just doesn't apply to me. Like, I'm just not that type of person. If I was a boy or a girl, I feel like I wouldn't want to do any of that. Well, see, I feel like maybe that's where I failed you. Maybe I didn't domesticate you enough. 
Maybe I should have gave you more chores and maybe I should have had you in the kitchen more and stuff like that. I think that could be part of it. I think so, too. Sorry. I <laughs> say sorry to my husband. That's I know. Okay, so that's a big thing. You say say sorry to your husband. But that's like 100% true. Like, those issues are going to be my fault. Wow. Because you, I mean, like traditionally you should be grooming your daughters to be good wives and you should be grooming your boys to be good husbands so let's just say i don't see in any i don't see any fault in the way i raised you and then you get married to somebody and he don't do x y and z as far as what we would consider manly things or his gender roles and i'd be like who raised him you know his mama didn't tell him to take the garbage out his mama didn't raise him to respect women his mama didn't raise him to open doors but it's the same thing if i don't do that you know but it's never too late so maybe we should work on some things but that's why i've been trying to like get you in the kitchen a little bit more so i'm not a failure (laughs) <laughs> I know how to cook things, but I don't know how to, like, apply it. Like, I can think of, I know the the step-by-step instructions, but I can't do it once I'm there. I'm like... You can. Once I get in there, I'm like, yeah, I don't know what I'm doing. You can. Because when... I mean, you've been making a few things, and they've come out great. You just need a little direction. And then after you do it a few times, then you ain't gonna need direction. Like ramen noodles. That is the only thing. Well, not the only thing, but that's one of the few things that is it's so easy. But everything else is not easy. So do you think you can make a burger? Yeah. You just get the pat you just get the meat and you make it into a patty, and then you season it, and then you put it in the, the skillet and you cook it. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That is it. And <laughs> you put you put you put oil in the skillet, you put some fries in there, and you got some dinner. <laughs> oh, you season the fries too. It depends where you get your. It depends if you make the fries or you got the fries frozen. But even then, you can still add something. But that's it. Burgers and fries is easy. Chicken is easy. What kind of chicken? Like frying like wings or something like so that. So you could fry some wings. Yeah. I believe that there's a lot of things you can do that you just don't do or don't want to there's, do. Because you don't have to do it. Exactly. That is exactly why. I hate when people be like, you don't do this and you don't do that. Like, people be like, oh, my God, I had to do... I, okay, people don't complain about this to me, but somebody has said to me, like... Or you've said this to me. You was like, why do I have to do it? And I'm like, you offer to... You keep doing it, so as long as you keep doing it, I'm not going to do it. Like, two plus two equals four. But if I have no other choice, I will make me some dinner. Like, it's... But if as long as there is somebody to do it, I'm not going to do it. Okay, so let me say two things. And I'm and I'm only saying two things so I don't forget the other one. That I have something else to say. Okay. But the people are going to cringe. But people, I still make her plate for her meals. Oh, gosh. And it's not that she can't. I just do. I don't know why. Well, first of all, you're a chef. So you like to present yeah. the meal how it's supposed to be. If you make this, like, extravagant meal... I'm going to just throw it on the plate exactly. and then eat it when that's not the way it was prepared. So, But I think the way that started was, okay, first you was too little, obviously, to make your own plate. 
but then I think I kept doing it because it was more like portion control yeah, as yeah. far as making sure everybody got enough. Because if I just gave, like, for example, if I gave Courtney a, a plate and said, okay, go fix your own plate, she gonna put 10 ribs on her yeah, plate and yeah. it's like, and then waste it. So I did a lot of that because of portion control. But now, I mean, you are quite capable of doing that, but I don't know. I just do it and I like to do it. I think I do I because think I like a, to. I don't think it's a big deal because, like, when we go somewhere to eat, like, if we go to somebody's house to and they barbecue, I go make my own plate. Right. It, it's not a problem. But if you just keep doing it, <laughs> I'm not going to do it. If I'm all the way upstairs, I don't even know dinner's about to be ready. I'm chilling in my room and then dinner is ready and it's done and the plate is fixed. I just like to do it. I like it. I like to be motherly and domestic. I don't. And that's why I wish that I didn't have to work. I wish I could just be a stay-at-home mom and do that kind of stuff and clean the house and cook and take y'all to school and pick y'all up and all that kind of stuff. That's what I want. But, okay, I got to go back to, remember I said two things because I knew I was going to forget. But, um, dang, it don't even seem that, that relevant now that we talked about a little bit of something else. Oh, but, like, so I used to watch this show newlyweds Mm -hmm. and it was like um a reality show with nick lachey he's from the group sounds very familiar yeah he's probably been on a few other things maybe lately that you have seen guest starring or whatever what does he do well he it was a singer in a group called 98 degrees which was basically like backstreet boys but it was their own group or whatever Mm -hmm. it was called 98 degrees hill he was that's what he, you know, became famous for. He was married to Jessica Simpson, who also was a singer at the time or whatever. But anyway, they got married, like, really young, and they had all this money and stuff. But they was basically both just kids. I mean, he was a lot more, like, responsible and stuff than she was. But the point was that she is, I feel like, almost you as far as, like, her mom did all this stuff for her. Her mom did her laundry. Her mom cooked for her. Her mom did everything. Basically, I mean, but that was because more so she was in the music industry and so, you know, how they have different lives or whatever. But but her mom, like, did everything for her. So here she goes and gets married to this guy and she don't know how to do nothing. She don't know how to make food she don't know how to grocery shop she don't know how to do her laundry she don't know how to do nothing and i'm not saying you are that extreme but i just kind of feel like that a little bit as far as i just threw her out in the world and she don't even really know enough of what she needs to know to be on her own or to be a wife to somebody so two things number one is that reminds me of when kylie jenner got her own reality show she like I didn't know she had her own reality show. I don't know if it's still up, but I know she had like at least one season. She bought a house um during like the first episode or something. She had just turned like 18, so she moved out immediately. What was she, the name of the show? I think it's literally called Kylie or something like that. It's like mm-hmm. just her name or something like mm-hmm. that. Um, it was on the same network? I'm pretty sure. I never watched it all the way. I just seen like clips of it on Twitter. And so... um she bought a house and she like had just turned 18 or whatever and she said she didn't even know how to iron clothes mm-hmm. and i was just like oh my god like can you i mean she's a whole mother now so it's like obviously she's 
grown a lot by I guess moving out by herself, but it's like she is the She definition. ain't grown, she just got somebody to do it for her. Which just a right. quick segue. I was watching um that Sage. Michelle oh, Segway? Okay, Segway. <laughs> I was watching that Michelle Obama thing, uh yeah. Becoming and she was talking about how um she didn't want the White House maids and stuff to like make the kids beds because she was like they need to know how to make their own bed. Yeah. They were her kids in it? Briefly. I have like I've never I mean, but they're grown now. I know, but I've never like heard them talk or anything like Yeah. I don't even know what they look like. You should check them out. They're probably interesting. They're very intelligent. They're very like positive role models for young black women. I would say for the most so part. So what does Sasha do? I know what is the other one's name? Malia. Malia. She goes to college now. Sasha's in college too. Oh, is she? Mm. I don't know. The other thing I was going to say in response to you talking about the Jessica Simpson thing, Simpson thing is that I feel like there's a double standard with that. Like she doesn't know how to cook and clean. Well, I mean, she probably can, but she doesn't, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. I feel like it's a double standard with women when we don't know how to cook or we're, like, not very domestic. But for men, just teach them. Like, I feel like people are more apologetic. I mean, like... Forgiving. Forgiving of that. Not necessarily with, like, manly things, but, like, just in general. Like, they get babied more. As far as what? When it comes to, like, being a good husband. Like, Mm -hmm. if a guy doesn't know how to cook... It's not the end of the world. Right, but because that's a quote-unquote woman's work. Yeah, but, but if a guy don't it. know how to change a tire, you'd be like, dude, you don't know how to change a tire? Like, what are we doing? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I mean, so I that's, that's the equivalent of not knowing how to cook for a woman. You don't know how to change a tire? You don't know how to... I don't know anybody who knows you don't how, know how, how to change, change a tire. A light bulb. I want to ask my guy friends if they know how to change a tire because I don't even know if they know but i feel like we talked about this in a previous podcast and you said that most of your guy friends would know how to do whatever we was talking about but it was something related yeah, yeah. i don't remember what it was though it wasn't, it, wasn't change, change, it wasn't change a tire i think you said like they would know i don't know i can't remember it was something but it was something like guyly is if guyly yeah that's a word now Manly, I, masculine. I don't know about the chi- the tire though, because a lot of my guy friends don't even have cars. It was, but I feel like it was change a tire. Maybe it wasn't, but I can It wasn't that. It was something that guys should know how to do. I can't remember what it was. I have to go back and listen. But yeah, I but I don't know. But it's like I know how to do <laughs> some manly quote unquote things like. I know how to take out the trash. I know. Well, that's not, I mean, that's a manly thing, but I mean, how much knowledge do you have to have to take out the trash? How much knowledge do you need to have about changing the tire? They a make lot. it They make it seem like it's so easy. Well, but it's, I mean, you got to know what you're doing or else you, you be on the freeway and get an accident. Well, what's, what's what? Am I useful more for like manly things then? Because huh? I'm not saying that I need to do the manly things, but I'm saying, like, I don't know if I'm in between. Like, I can kind of cook, and then I can kind of do manly stuff, but I don't even know what the manly stuff really is. Other than taking out the trash, 
changing the tire, killing the bugs. <laughs> Is that all they do? That's all I need them to do. Kill the bugs. And we're good. So that's going to be in your vows. Yes. <laughs> Kill the bugs. Without hesitation, though. Because I feel like they be, I feel like they don't want to kill bugs. They don't care. They don't. They be like, oh, he's not bothering right. you. It doesn't matter. That's not the point. <laughs> he is bothering me. He is. If you, if a, if a guy looks at me for too long, it's a problem. But when a bug looks at, right. looks at me for too long, you need to kill it. <laughs> I don't care about the random guy at the gas station. Kill the bug across the room. Period. Claim your house. Do not question me. Don't be like, oh, he's so small. I don't care. Oh, he can't hurt you. I don't. That's not what I asked you to right. do. I didn't <laughs> ask you to give me the rundown of how an ant can defend itself and how it can't. Kill it. <laughs> that's all I want you to do. I don't care if centipedes don't bite people. It's here. Right. Kill it. So what about love languages? Do you know about that? Yes. I t- I've taken many love languages love language test so we're gonna talk about what your love language is but i would like to um let the people know in case they don't know there are five love languages and they are acts of service physical touch words of affirmation quality time and receiving gifts so in acts of so basically this is talk about like what makes you happy in a relationship like what what do you like So, acts of service are things like filling up the gas tank, doing the dishes, doing household chores, cooking dinner, running errands, anything that somebody can do that... Can take a load off of you. Exactly. Just less for you to do. Exactly. Worry about. So, that's one love language, acts of service. Another love language is physical touch. Hugs, cuddles, massage, holding hands... Um, kisses, things like that. Um, the other one is words of affirmation. So do you like to be told stuff all the time? Um, love notes, saying I love you, saying I appreciate you, saying thank you. You're so thoughtful. Like, do you constantly, not constantly, but do you like to be... Reminded. Exactly. You need that verbal communication. Verbal communication, right. So that's words of affirmation. Then you have quality time. Um, So that would be something like a date night, um, be fully present, take a road trip, distraction-free. Do you really like spending quality, quality time with someone? Is that what you like? That's quality time. And then the last one is receiving gifts. So do you like receiving gifts? Flowers, gifts for no occasion, paying attention to what they want. Like, oh, I saw this shirt on Fashion Nova and then he ordered it. You know, so that's one, receiving gifts. So what is your love language? According to the test, it's physical touch and... I think you told me that before and I was surprised. Yeah, Because yeah, you I told got, me that like a year or two ago and I was like, oh. Yeah, I got... <laughs> but it was tied with uh, quality time too. Mm-hmm. I got 10 on both of those. And then I got words of affirmation right after. I have zero for receiving gifts. I don't care. <laughs> you can. And I think everybody deserves all mm-hmm. five. Exactly. Everybody deserves all five. Um, and wants all five. Yeah. But... I don't care as much. Like, if my husband was more like, if 
And then I don't like to give all five. Like receipt like giving gifts and like that's not how I show my love. I feel like love language right. shouldn't be just what you want, but it's how you show your love to people. Receiving gifts is not how I show love. Like that's not really no. My test said physical touch and quality time, but I'm a Gemini, so I feel like I can't pick which one. Like if I had to choose because I feel like Words of affirmation really is my top one because, again, Gemini, we are very verbal. I need you to just tell me, Mm -hmm. like, and not even just, like, you have to tell me you love me. You have to tell me this, this, and this. But I just, I don't like when people try to be like, oh, well, I did this, so I thought you would just understand to do this. And it's like, yeah, for certain things, like, you just know when your partner's uncomfortable doing Mm -hmm. this or talking to them or bringing them around people they don't like like you should know stuff like that but i really really like when you just tell me things right i hate guessing guessing oh yeah. my god it's just so unnecessary so and like, guessing gets you in a lot of trouble it really does and it's just like it's just unnecessary like it really is other than that i guess physical touch and i guess uh quality time I like quality time because it specifically says no distractions. Like, I hate talking to somebody and they're not paying attention all the way or they're, like, half listening or... I don't know. And I like to have, like, deep conversations with people and I like doing things that have value. Right. That means something. Yeah. So, I don't know why physical touch is number one for me on my test. Because I think we talked about that when you told me that. And I was like, you yeah. don't even want me to touch you. I know. I can't even get something out your hair without you cringing. <laughs> I don't know what it is. But, I don't know. It's different with, like, I don't like being touched by my friends. And I don't like being touched by my family. It's just weird. I don't know. I just, I don't know. What's your lovely wish? Mm. I'm conflicted on what my love language is. I feel like I'm all five. It just depends on the day. Yeah. Like some days I want you to fill up the gas tank without you without me having to tell you or ask you or anything like that. Some days I would like a massage. Some days mm, I'm not words of affirmation at all. Really? Yeah. I don't need you to be like I love you all the time. Yeah. I think I just, I don't know. I like words of affirmation because just, I need a reminder. Sometimes. I don't. I like receiving gifts. Who doesn't? But like gifts for me are not, I, I, I think, I think receiving but, gifts might be my thing, but I feel like that sounds superficial, but I, it's not for me because it's not about the money. Is about the thought behind it. So you saw you, this and thought of me exactly. Yeah, like you thought it would brighten my day to bring me flowers. You thought I would like these flip flops or whatever. You know, like it, it don't have, have to be, be a expensive. diamond ring. Right, yeah, right, right, but right. just because you thought about me. So I think, I think that's weird though. But I think receiving gifts is my love language. I feel like whatever they tell us is our like when you take the test it's probably going to be like receiving gifts is not your love language mm-hmm. I feel like it's going to be words of affirmation and it's not for you but i feel like like for me physical touch was my number one but i'm like 
not really mm-hmm. but i feel like that's like that because everybody says your love language your number one love language is whatever you lacked in childhood or whatever and i'm not mm. saying like nobody ever right hugged me or whatever i was never hugged as a child but i don't know i feel like i don't know i don't know i really don't know why physical touch is number one because it goes off of what i answered off physical touch for a lot of questions then so obviously it means something mm-hmm. so i think the reason why i like physical touch and it's people automatically make that like a sexual thing but like just like holding hands is like especially when i'm like anxious or whatever it's just like relaxing mm-hmm. I so can totally get that stuff like i like that kind of stuff so i feel like Maybe that's what it is. But physical touch is deep, though, because physical touch, not even sexually, but even between just uh, platonic friends or family members and stuff, that can calm you down. Like, they, I've seen uh, (laughs) statistics about, like, a hug can just, like, oh, my God, you know relieve you of so much stress it depends on the person i don't like being touched by everybody it has to be a special person to give me a hug that would make me feel like uh, like stress is you know Mm -hmm. so yeah it's like almost a transfer of energy physical touch is because even if it's holding hands or hugging like if you're feeling bad you're vibing you're getting the the good vibes from them into you yeah and you're transferring your bad vibes not necessarily to them i wouldn't want to think yeah i feel like they're like it's just a release yeah yeah that's interesting yeah that makes sense my my friend i don't know if i should say his name because i don't know if he would want this out but like my friend had he he, I don't know, he was always seen as, like, the class clown, and he would always, like, you know that student who always leave to go to the bathroom and then never come back, mm-hmm. and he, like, spaces out in class. Like, he would do that a lot, and he told me one day that, like, he will randomly, like, touch somebody because he'd be feeling like he's not really here. Like, mm-hmm. he'd be feeling like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. So, he, yeah, he that's told... That's deep. Yeah, because he always, like, will randomly, like, shake me, or he will, like, <coughs> randomly just touch me i'd be like what are you doing be like man you'll just act like it was nothing is he, it who i think it is i don't know who you think it is a no oh okay <laughs> um, uh one day he was just like it's just because like i have to make sure that i am here and that mm. like you are real and stuff like that because he has like some mental issues i guess Obviously. and so well i mean yeah but i don't know i just never but i mean it. i don't say that like in a bad way but i feel like yeah, that stems from something. Yeah. And so, when he told me that, I was like, every time he would do that, it was like a deeper understanding between mm-hmm. us. Right. And so, like, when he would do it to other people, that almost like, oh sounds God. like autism. I don't think it's autism. That's more like a schizophrenia thing. I feel like it's what you're thinking. No, a, I'm thinking autism. Why would it be autism? Well, I don't know a whole lot about autism, but from what I see on TV shows. I mean, okay, so let me just not sound ignorant. But this one TV show that I watched, it was called Parenthood, and they had an autistic son, and he was, like, very imaginative and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So, like, you would have to bring him back to reality a lot. So that's why I said autism, mm. because they 
kind of live in a different world. So yeah, that kind of reminds me. That of could that. be that could be true based on. I mean, that could just be one of his traits. I'm not saying that he's autistic. I mean, but, yeah. I mean, it just reminded me of that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like I said, that was like a deeper understanding between us. Mm-hmm. And when I would see him do it to somebody else, and they were like, "What are you dealing and off mm-hmm. me?" I'm just like, right. It's deeper than just him being weird right. or being random. So. Yeah, that I just it just reminded me of him telling me that. But I mean, that just goes back to what I always say about you never know what somebody else is going through, and but you never know what somebody else has gone through also, and you never know, like what things trigger people, you know? Yeah. And the triggers are so like real, and I, like I mean, you ever smell something and it take you back to third grade? <laughs> Bless yeah. you. Or hear somebody's voice or hear a song and you can, you are automatically like, uh, morphed into that time. Yeah. That's weird. It is. (laughs) What? Nothing. Something? Nothing. I feel like you want to say something. I do, but I don't want to say it. What? Nothing. Say it. I don't want to say it on the podcast. Oh, okay. You'll tell me later. Yeah. That's Secrets. interesting. I mean, it's nothing. It's not a big deal. I just don't want it publicized. Yes, to our <laughs> viewers in Romania. Oh, okay. We haven't forgotten about y'all. If you're still listening, <laughs> not y'all. <in laughs> Romania. Where is Romania? Is it in Russia? My ignorant American bud. It's probably somewhere in Europe, if I could guess. Well, obviously, everything is in Europe. Yeah, Europe is huge. I have no idea where Romania is, but... It's in Romania. I'm looking this up. I'm not using Siri, because she can be like, I found this. Right. Tell me! (laughs) I found this on the web. Like, you are the web. Just say it. (laughs) Jeez. Yeah, it is in Europe. Mm-hmm. Um, is Russia in Europe? Europe is a continent, right? Yes. <laughs> Russia is yes. a country, right? Yes. So I feel like Russia is in Europe. It's either Europe or... I feel like it's considered in Asia for some reason. I feel like it's in Asia too, but that seems weird. Russia is... For like Chinese and Russian people to be in the same continent. That don't sound right. How are we going to say both Europe and Asia? Google. Maybe it overlap. Is Russia a part of Europe or Asia? Russia is a transcontinental country. See? Russia spans the northern part of the Asian continent. And then the western part is Europe. That's confusing. But okay. So wait, they said Russia is in Asia and in Europe. Apparently. We need a globe. I feel like when I was a kid, everybody had all well, not everybody, but all the white people had globes in their house. In their house, <laughs> <laughs> they had globes. Grandma, had like a the globe. ones that are in school, they had globes. I don't know why. I feel like we need a globe, and they had maps. Yeah, like they had them big old maps. That's one of the things I heard you need an um for like doomsday prepping. 
because if all the um like internet and stuff like that shut down you can yeah. still use a map yeah grandma had a globe i'm sure she might still have it but i wonder how i feel like globes are expensive they probably are <laughs> for no reason nobody's buying them there's right. that's a stock <laughs> that's a stock i would invest in that is a good stock and then but why would we need a globe who knows that's why you invest in oh it now gosh. because it feel like you don't need it but i feel like we're gonna need globes <laughs> <laughs> to find out how to get the hell out of america uh the uh what is it called underground railroad when you figure it out and right. get to canada canada I, so does canada have coronavirus yes i think almost every country has corona they except, ain't got it in africa mm-hmm. not a lot how many coronavirus cases are in africa i found this on the web Siri, you are not doing your job. There's seventy eight thousand cases. You couldn't have just said that, but that like that's of the whole continent. Right, that's not a lot at all. We got like seventy eight thousand dead. Did you know that Chicago has more cases there than the whole state of Ohio? Well, I was talking to your aunt, and she told me that they got a lot, and because I asked her about her daughter going back to daycare because, like, our daycares are getting ready to open. She was like, no, our stuff is still closed. As it should. Our stuff should be closed, too. Because going out today made me so uncomfortable because I'm just like, nothing has changed. Like, the streets are not empty. People are out. Yeah, but at the same time, though, I mean, you can't stop the world. I know, but everywhere else has. It's just Americans don't listen. Everywhere else has followed these guidelines. No, but and put I feel place. like they should have shut the country down for two or three weeks, period. And then if people didn't have food and stuff like that, then maybe they could have delivered a couple bags of groceries or something like that for what people needed. But I feel like if they had to just shut everything down for like three weeks... It would be a lot easier than what we're going through now. Because this is, like, never-ending now. That's i seen a TikTok. Somebody was like, it's literally never going to end unless people start dropping dead from it, like, in the street. Well, they are. I mean, they are, but I'm saying, like, we don't see it. Right. We don't work at the hospital, so we don't see it. We just hear numbers on the news. Oh, But I feel like we're today. taking a whole bunch of baby steps, but if we had to just shut everything down in the beginning, then it wouldn't be spreading like it we is. We should have shut down way earlier. Like, we didn't shut down until... Well, but I feel like there was no need to shut down because... At first, because it was like, okay, it was one death in the United States from it. And that was like at the end of February or something like that. But you can't shut the whole country down because one person died of the flu. I think it's crazy how... I can remember, like, going on Twitter, like, in my dorm, going on Twitter and seeing, like, oh, one person died from the coronavirus. Mm -hmm. And now it's like... Thousands. thousands hundreds every, of thousands i think day. as far as the country is concerned <sighs> but if we had to just shut down for three weeks like for real shut down not only the grocery stores open right for real for real shut down like you can't leave i mean but then that's kind of like hard to say because i mean don't nobody want like martial law or whatever but i mean i don't know i'm i'm i have a lot of different views on it because i think there is an agenda 
I don't know. I don't know. I think there is an agenda, and I think that the virus is real at the same time, but I think we're being told a lot of misinformation. Oh, yeah. That's a no-brainer. Mm. It's weird, and I... Everybody is acting like... Like, I see people in my story, like, linking up, and I'm just like... I've broken social distancing rules a few times, but it's like... Only when, like, it's not every single day. And it's, like, every day people are, like, linking up with, like, six people. And, like, I'm just, like, what are y'all doing? Like, I, it's not the fact that they're breaking the rules. It I, it, it bothers me because they think it's over. Mm-hmm. Just because things are opening doesn't mean it's over. And then, but one thing about that, which is kind of the catch, is that, and it's not a good thing, but not enough people know somebody personally that yes, has had it. Exactly. So it doesn't feel real to people. Yeah. So it's not like they cousin got it or they aunt or they brother or they sister or they mom or their dad or their teacher or anything. It's like, oh, this girl I know on Facebook, her cousin got it. You right, know what I'm saying? So right. that's it's not personal enough to people for it to feel real. So they're like, well, it ain't really all like that. So Do you think part of that is because people... A lot of people can't get tested because I feel like a lot of people have it or could have it or did have it, but they don't know. No, I think, I think, honestly, I think it's not as out there as they're saying it's I think, out there. Yeah, I think there's a because lot Because of... if it was as out there as they said it was out there, a way more pe- I would know somebody personally who has it. And I'm not talking about a distant cousin that live in Arizona. I'm talking about somebody I know know. I don't I don't know anybody who has had it. But a lot of people said they had it like in January, February. Tyranny says she thinks she had it already. Like and I don't blame her because a lot of people in December, I remember everybody was like, Oh my god, there's something going around and so many people right, sick. Right. And I was like, Yeah, it was a lot of people getting sick in December. I specifically remember like being on campus and everybody was like everybody's sick and i remember my roommate got really sick like randomly so the thing that bothers me not bothers me but i'm questioning is if it was so contagious and so many people had it which a lot of people did get sick in december january no doubt two of the people that i work with very closely got sick so if it was that contagious and i work right there in the saying 12 feet with them why didn't i get sick and that was before and if that was your roommate why didn't you get sick i don't know so it's something else to it bottom line a lot of people are saying the government well they are saying that it is man-made like it's like they confirmed that it was made in a lab okay yeah that's fine but my question is if it's if it's as contagious as they say it is where you got to wear a mask so you don't get it, and so you don't give it. How do people who work so closely together, or you and your roommate in a dorm room, how do you not get it if it's that contagious? Well, I did get sick. Like, well, no, was, you ain't get sick. Sick. I didn't get sick. Sick, but I got sick like right before everything went down. But how sick were you? I felt like I wasn't like, that sick, like at all. Like I was, I had. Okay, but you could have had just a cold or something like that. Yeah, I smell a skunk. <laughs> um, but I, you weren't coronavirus. Sick. I, yeah, I wasn't corona sick. 
but I never get like super sick. So behind the two people I work with and direct like just as close as me and you sit is where they sit. Right. How did both sit. of them have it and I didn't get it? They had it? Well they think they had it earlier before this all like went down went down they think they had it so how did we all work together monday through friday 8 30 to 5 and i didn't get it but i told them it's because i don't touch door handles but I still say, i mean is, we, you still you practice you've been practicing social distancing for about a good year or two since you've been about, at the hospital i've been there for four years four years but it probably took me a good year not even a year maybe i don't know how long it took me but once i started noticing how nasty everybody was <laughs> and <laughs> and touched the elevator and stuff like that i was like no i'm good i'm not touching the elevator i hit it with my elbow hit it with my knuckle hit it with my wrist or something like that not something i'm gonna like directly you know touch On your face exactly or touch food yeah, I didn't notice that until I started going to college, and especially when you go, like, to a bigger college. I wouldn't say it's a big college, but it's a lot of people in one area. And, like, I remember one day I was sitting in the library, and I was sitting, like, in, like, the entrance where everybody walks in. I'm mm-hmm. like, so many people just touch that door in, like, yeah. a minute. Yeah. It yeah. was disgusting. And then the thing that you don't see is they coughed in their hand, sneezed in their hand, they pick their nose, they wipe their butt and didn't wash their hands and touch the same doorknob. And then, like, it, it's weird because you watch somebody open the door handle and I'm like, okay, that's one person. And then I see it again and again and again and it's like, okay, yeah, it's disgusting. But then I started noticing that, like, they grab with their whole hand. Like, right, right, like, raw dog. It was like, <laughs> I am opening this door. And I'm like, Ugh. and then, But then... They're opening the door with a raw hand in one hand, opening the door, and got Wendy's in the next hand, and then go right to their room, don't wash their hands, and start eating. Yep. Nasty. Yeah. Nasty. Yeah. That's when I started. I was like, okay, maybe I'm going to start, like, yeah, <laughs> opening it with my sleeve. Because I've been opening the door with my sleeve for ages. Yeah, it was, like, around, like, February. Because that's when everybody was getting sick. And I was like, okay, well, let me not touch the door. And then I started noticing people, like, I live with so many people. Like, everybody lives with one roommate or two or three roommates. But you live on this big old house Mm -hmm. with a bunch of people. I never noticed it until everybody started getting sick. And Mm -hmm. I was like, you know what? Let me not leave my dorm as often. Let me not touch it. And then you just don't know what people do before they see you. Before before Ooh. you see them. Yeah, you yeah. know, like somebody sneeze have a sneezing fit in their car and get out and <laughs> and walk right in Pizza Hut. Something about You know what I'm saying? They got all this sneeze on their sweatshirt and on their hands and they walk right in and open that Pizza Hut door. And that's nasty. That's why they need to make every door handle with the foot thing because the foot right. thing is just well, at least start with the bathrooms. At least start... The fact that we're expected to open bathroom doors with handles on them is right. disgusting. Yeah, Disgusting. That might be a good... Well, we'll talk about that off air. <laughs> but yeah, I think the door foot thing is way better. Well, we can talk about it on air because don't nobody listen anyway. Romania. And, um, 
But that might be a good stock to look into about as far as like automatic doors and stuff like that. Yeah, let's think about how the country is going to change after this. Exactly. Because I already know so many people who are like, I I can't imagine going to the store without a mask on now. Mm-hmm. It's like, why would I ever not wear gloves when I go to the store or anything like that? Why would not? Are disgusting. Because, and then everybody was like, y'all haven't been washing y'all hands this whole time. Like, y'all haven't been washing them after you do something every time. And, I mean, obviously... But that's what I don't like is people coming down on people like, y'all ain't been washing your hands? Yeah, but when I come from the grocery store, that's not the first thing I do exactly. is come in the kitchen and wash my hands. Right, right. And put away the food and then wash my hands again. Yeah. And then go get something out of the car and then come wash my hands again. Like, nobody does that. Let's be honest. Like, I only know one person You don't have to be it. nasty not, you know, to not do that. Yeah, we wash our hands. But it wasn't <laughs> as serious as it is now. Exactly. And then, so, yeah, so, like, think about how different people are going to act. Mm-hmm. And how buildings might be remodeled differently, door handles yeah. and stuff might go away. Those are some good things as far as stock. So, you should jot that down in your notes. I was going to say... So, people, we keep bringing up, I mean, I keep saying stocks is because earlier we were talking about, like, investing in stocks and, like, what are good things to invest in before they become popular right before they become popular because so just like okay so earlier we were talking about like zoom like if you had a bought stock in zoom before the coronavirus you might be making some money right now because zoom is like super popular right now yeah so we were just trying to think of things like hmm going forward what might get popular because of the coronavirus because who would have thought hand sanitizer and hand sanitizer. toilet paper they is making bank. 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 And it's it's ridiculous. I don't I can't think of like what would go what would what would we need after corona is quote unquote over? Well, like you just said, I think that like touch free thing is a big thing. Because you know how, like, some stores you go in is the automatic door? I feel like automatic doors is going to be a regular thing. Um, All we have to do is watch a Simpsons episode and figure it out. Just pay attention to a Simpsons episode. I wonder who keeps going back and finding these episodes, though, because who watches The Simpsons anymore? A lot of people. I don't like The Simpsons. They're not funny. I never watched it. I just can't get with it. It's just... Some of it is funny, but... I can't sit down and watch a whole episode and be like, I am loving this. I am enjoying this cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm laughing so hard right now. Like, I don't know. Simpsons, I like the video game better than the show, though. I will say that. They came out with a good game on GameCube. Not GameCube. Isn't game... that like 2004? Probably older Early than that. Than that. Huh. Maybe. That's like ancient. Yes, I we need the Game Boys back, y'all. Nintendo, I'm going to invest in Nintendo. All right, everybody going to be at home. People probably already done that. All right, um, people. I ain't say people all episode. Maybe you're right. All right, people. <laughs> It's been nice chatting with y'all. Hope y'all enjoyed this conversation. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Oh <laughs> and yeah. Well, That's- we actually did a regular outro without talking about a whole nother subject and then saying bye. 
But that's what this is, what I'm doing yeah, now. Yeah, so I was just about to say, I mean, you're kind of explaining it. So, yeah. All right. Peace out. Peace out. <laughs>